how come your trauma made you hot and my trauma just fucked me up something fierce? <laughs> right? I'm like, why did your why did your trauma give you abs? <laughs> You're listening to We Die First, a podcast for black horror fans by black horror fans. What's up, Spooky Squad? I spoke first. Oh my god. <laughs> Fucking wow. up the flow. I know. I know. Wow. <laughs> you guys can't see it, but... I'm surprised, Pikachu. Sunit's dead. <laughs> Floored. You are... How are you doing, I'm full Andrew? Of surprises. I'm surprisingly all right. Um, I'm sorry, <laughs> <laughs> but I am all right. <laughs> um, yeah, nothing to. I did. I was going to tell you this earlier. I was like, man, today was just one of those days at work where I was like, I, I don't. I'm destined to do shit and get out there and i don't think that because i'm so amazing it's just because i have come to the realization that i just cannot do any fucking job that's not music or performing or like comedy writing until i'm fucking 65 something has to change now yeah (laughs) So, so um so i'm doing all right and can't wait to blow up at some point in the next hey, couple you will. years. I could see it. Oh, I could see it. Thank you. How are you? I'm doing well. I had um I did I had a pretty good week, I would say. Um got back on my writing shit. I was proud of that. Like pretty much almost every day this week. Got my ass up, drank some coffee, and just like sat down and forced myself to write. So it was good. I'm, I feel I feel good with this week coming to a close. Like I was very productive, and it feels nice to be back into that because I think for a little bit I was kind of in a funk, but I'm happy to kind of be getting back to myself and doing what I enjoy doing. I have a candle lit next to me, and it's like <laughs> I can't, no, I fully get like why people are obsessed with candles because I never used to be a candle person. Like I had candles, but whatever. But now whenever I sit at my desk, I light this one. It's like a sensational canda- candle. It's fur and grapefruit. And it smells really nice. So I just have this like single candle just like lit on my desk while we're talking about this fucking movie. <laughs> it's lit. The lights are off. I'm just kidding. She is in a well-lit room. I am. I am. I just like the smell. It's nice. You know what I like? I I actually am also not a candle person, mm-hmm. but I am a sucker for the the winter holiday times. So th- this is the only time of the year when I have those evergreen candles, mm-hmm. like pine trees or apple or pumpkin. But then after after like January first, I don't give a fuck about candles again. But you do know what I give a fuck about. What do you give a fuck about, Andrew? Dude, your tweets. <laughs> Where can I find... Hey, that was a much better segue. Had I not have started talking about candles, you're like, it just smells good. I was going to say, you know what else smells good? Yeah, I was worried. I was like, I, I was like, is that, is that going to be the transition? That's not good, Andrew. No, no. <laughs> I don't do bad transitions. I just do subpar transitions. Fair. 
Um, you can find me at say underscore anything. That's where I'm at on Twitter. Talking about musical theater. How about you, Andrew? <laughs> you can find me at Andrew underscore on underscore drums. Not as frequently talking about musical theater, but it does come up more than I would like. Yeah. You got to be careful, though, because musical theater people can be really, like, intense. You know, if you're following, say you amassed a huge following, but in your heart of hearts, you knew it's all just fucking theater kids. I used to think about that because, you know, when I liked in a similar con in a similar construct, right, is I would think about the bands that I liked in early high school, late middle school, high school. And I'm like, they're in their mid 20s, probably pushing 30. But the fucking people that like their music the most right now are 15 year olds. And I wonder how that makes them feel. You know, like Simple Plan was for like, they weren't, you know, 28. And, you know, hanging out with other 28 year olds. It was all like the going through puberty, 13 and 14 year olds that are loving their music. And then they just yeah. have to kind of come to terms with. You have a young demogra- ass audience. That's our demographic. <laughs> I mean, you yeah. know, they had they had a career for a bit. So at, at yeah. the end of the day, I, I guess they don't care. But I digress. Would you care if all of your you had 100,000 followers, but they are all just the, that music theater kid. And they're 15. I, I don't know. They're just like or like they're high school age, like they're teenagers. They're just that type of person. Yeah. I mean, I'd be okay with it because I'm that kind of person. Like, as you were saying earlier, I'm like, Sneak, you're like a theater kid who didn't do theater. I'm like, yeah, I was and am. I mean, honestly, anybody doing comedy, you're a theater kid. Like, people, all comedians, they try to pretend like, oh, theater kids. I'm like, you're a fucking theater kid. Like, I don't care if you are a (laughs) fake me out edgelord stand-up comedian. You're a theater kid. Like, you literally, like, you literally sat down and wrote down jokes to stand on stage to tell people, drug people in a dark theater. And if they don't laugh, you know your night's ruined. Like you're a fucking theater kid. And when they do laugh, you think you're hot shit. You're a theater kid. Like just own it. John Mulaney is a prime example, right? Because he's just, he's all about writing those music theater sketches. And And he's leaned into it. Yeah, he's like, this is, (laughs) I'm now famous enough that I can get away with, we have to do these or I'm not doing this thing with you. Listen, that's like my one hot take. All comedians, theater kids. Dave Chappelle is a theater kid. I could see it. He went to an arts high school. It, thank same you. One, they same all one are. Asia went to, I think. Huh? Asia. Old director, Asia. Oh, cool. I didn't know that. But yeah, everybody is. So I think all that to say, 100,000 followers on Twitter and they're mostly theater kids. I'll just, I'll take it. I'm also not going to shit on theater kids. They're fine. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, every, every, any type of kid is a shit, right? Emo kid, theater kid. You just need to grow up into, like, an adult that knows you can't, you can't be a theater adult or an emo adult 100% of the time. Yeah, no, I don't want to be in, like, the break room getting my coffee and you're in there, like, doing riffs and shit and singing. I mean... (laughs) Can you <laughs> walking down walking down the hallway just singing like can you <laughs> you're thirty bro? <laughs> oh man, man. But you know, 
You know what's uh, like a theater kid? What? Uh, people who like to dress up in costumes, especially like Santa Claus, uh, which is what we watched to, uh, this week, Silent Night, Deadly Night. That's the that premise. Was, that was very good. I was impressed. I did not know that was going to end up so well. I got there. I got there. <laughs> I think I panicked a little bit in the middle. I was like, I, I know what I'm I could to say. see the fear in your eyes. <laughs> this week, guys, um, we're continuing with Tis the Terror December. We watched the 1984 slasher film Silent Night, Deadly Night. My first time watching it. How about you? Mine too. Oh, come on. No, you know I've never yeah. seen this. Yeah, no. I, I, I knew of this one because... Um, there's a pretty good documentary called Nightmares in Red, White, and Blue, and it's about like the evolution of horror movies in America. I highly recommend it. It's I think you can find it on YouTube. It's pretty good. But when they were doing the slasher section, this one was one that came up because of the controversy around it, and like that was my first time hearing about this, and I was like, wow, this, <laughs> this movie looks terrible. <laughs> what is the controversy? Just that it was focused around Christmas? Well, in part. Um, so yeah, of course, you have like a murderous Santa Claus. Um, the issue with it, and it's funny because there was an earlier movie that I have seen called Christmas Evil, but it didn't get as much controversy. But the problem with this one in particular is that like the ads for it, like, like the commercials that ran for it ran during like family-friendly television shows, like the commercials around Christmas. So uh, specifically, or two, two that they, one of them that they mentioned is Little House on the Prairie. So family programming and then a trailer that's like, you know, a slasher movie with a a killer Santa Claus. So parents were pissed. And generally speaking, I tend to not stand with like parent groups because they tend to be like the worst of humanity, I think. But I actually kind of agree with the like, yeah, that was not smart. That was not good. You know, a choice, a time slot for the ads. But yeah, that was like the controversy. Also, just like. We'll get into, like, the schlock of it all. A lot of just, like, boobs and murder and, you know. A lot of boobs. A lot of bo- – I would say too too many boobs. I would we'll, – we'll I seldom say that, but I was like, there's too many boobs in this one. Sneak Spooky Squad <laughs> is a fan of breastsists. <laughs> like, she can never have too many. <laughs> so. You never have too many, but sometimes you can. <laughs> but this was the one time she was, like, too many breastsists. So many breasts in this one. So many breasticles. Um, <laughs> shall we jump uh, jump into the? Let's the jump movie? into it. Let's do it. Ugh. I try Don't to change it up. Roll your eyes at me. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, oh yeah, it was directed by Paul by Charles E. Sellier Jr. Do we care? Oh, he he's best known for creating the American book and television series The Life and Times of Grizzly Adams. <laughs> <laughs> he's ex- also the same person who made this. <laughs> what? I can I can kind of see it. No, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so confused. All right, so we start off with a family that's going to visit um grandpa in a nursing home we have a five-year-old billy he's with his parents and his baby brother and grandpa they say like oh he doesn't talk or whatever the parents leave them or leave him alone with grandpa to do Smart something move. already yeah. off to a great start <laughs> <laughs> like yeah yeah, no grandpa doesn't talk no problem so they leave him 
And Grandfather starts to tell Billy that he needs to be afraid of Santa Claus because Santa Claus, like, will fuck your shit up if you're naughty. And not just with, like, a lump of coal. What a harbinger, you know? Mm -hmm. (laughs) He's like, and he's, and what a grandpa. Hasn't seen this kid probably since last Christmas. And he's just like, have you been good? Billy says yes. And he goes, well, have you been good the whole time? He's like, well, probably. What a very realistic five-year-old. He's like, well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, he's prob- like, he's like, I have, probably I have my, not. My on days, my off days, you know? <laughs> Ups and <laughs> <Yeah>. downs. <laughs> you know, sometimes I'm cranky. I didn't have my nappy and I'm a little flustered. <laughs> like, shit's rough. <laughs> You're not around, Grandpa. You don't know my life. And he's just <laughs> like, well, if you see Santa, you need to run because he's going to fuck your shit up. Well, specifically, he's like, like, ever heard of Santa Claus? And like, Billy's like, yeah, he brings you presents. And he's like, I bet that's what your father told you or your parents told you. And I'm like, yeah. What? I was very, you know, it was not explained well why Grandpa felt this way about Santa. Because, like, he's not well. I'm so shocked it's like for a, a someone- case of him just, like, going on, like, some, like, rant because he, like, has a mental illness. Or does Grandpa genuinely know something about Santa Claus? I'm shocked for someone that really doesn't need backstory most of the time, how you really wanted it in that instance. Well, because it was a one time where I was like, what? Like, but why? You know what it is? A lot of this movie for me was just like a lot of but why? You know, kind of like, okay. Like, it wasn't so much I needed like a a, a deep backstory and more of just kind of like, you're, you spent, like, I, why I is- clocked it. You spent 25 minutes showing us Billy's entire backstory so then I'm going to have questions because you spent so much time on backstory. I have more questions. It's almost as if like they just had not done it at all and just jumped into no, a murderous true. Santa Claus. I wouldn't care. They spent far too much time. They could have. Yeah. <laughs> it was ridiculous. But yeah, so grandpa just ins- the fear of Santa in this boy has been instilled. Immediately. Also, to the backstory thing, I thought it was going to be like a Halloween where like, oh, we just get like this initial thing and then we jump into right. it. And it was like, nope, we're going to see Billy's whole life up. <laughs> I was like, okay, cool. Thank you. Um, but yeah, so after that happens, he gets back in the car with his parents and they, um, you know, head back, you know, driving back. While this is happening, a man dressed up as Santa Claus um, Actually, like, he, uh, he holds up this convenience store and he ends up murdering the guy, the clerk, who very stupidly, like, has a gun pointed in his face, but very obviously is also reaching yeah. for his gun. And I'm like, yeah, you Like, opens shot. the register and clearly reaches a foot below the register that he just opened in eyeshot. <laughs> and he's, like, trying to be slick. Oh, so, uh, yeah, Christmas is rough, isn't it? <laughs> It's like you're not slick. It's like him trying to reach for like the Winchester in Shaun of the Dead. Like yeah. just like, oh, really slick. Like it's literally a full ass rifle head over your head. Like, what are you doing? Um, so he gets murdered, and the same guy um pretends like he has car trouble as the family is driving. And when his family, like, you know, his dad pulls over to see if they can give him help, he starts shooting at the car and k- kills dad. And then, you know, Cherry falls. You know, I feel about rape and assault as plot. It's just like, this feels unnecessary. But he pulls Santa Claus, or the guy dressed as Santa, pulls Billy's mother out of the car and it tries to rape her before killing her. And Billy is watching this 
And Ricky's also like in the, the baby. Ricky's in the car. But is like so like, infant. Like this isn't. He's not going to register any of this is happening. Yeah, the baby like is just crying the whole time. So very disturbing opening notes that I felt were um, initially gratuitous. But as the movie persists, I'm like, this movie is very gratuitous, and I get I get the backlash. Even in like even from like a 2020 perspective, I get why people were upset about this movie not just for when the ads ran but also the content of it was like this feels a bit excessive in my opinion i don't know that's just me though um so we we jump ahead we're still on this fucking magical mystery tour of billy's life story (laughs) yeah and i was expecting because you know clearly they show an orphanage you're like all right cool so let me not cool they're orphans now but i thought it was going to be it was only two years in the future like what what like what major thing is gonna happen like after this massive trauma like what is gonna happen to you again but you know it does happen they are at an orphanage run by nuns so you know with kind of nice just like shorthand that, stereotypical that good nun that is like hey you're kind of being too harsh and then the stereotypical super harsh nun is like no children only learn through punishment which is why yeah, nuns don't have no kids. Why Why are we still putting them in charge of people? You know, that's a good question. Why are we taking parenting advice from nuns and priests? Yeah. <laughs> they, they're only, their only idea, like, <laughs> their, who they look towards for parenting advice was Mary and Joseph, an un, unwed miracle virgin, well, she was wed. And then, you know, the prime example of a father is God, who famously let his child get murdered. So I guess it makes sense why they think punishment is the only way to protect everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and that's my hot take on religion. I'm kidding. I mean, th- those are not, those are points. <laughs> points were made. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, he's in this, like, fucked up uh, orphanage. The mother superior is, like, super harsh and shit. And, again, next gratuitous moment, uh, mother superior runs into, like, were these other orphans? Who were these people? Yeah, I was, I was like, were, you, were these weak? Because that guy was t- clearly too young to be a priest in training? Or maybe? Yeah, I, I don't, yeah, I don't think they were like members of the church i so they must say have they just been old orphans just older, older orphans that were also there but they're like having sex and it's very graphic um as they're like, having sex and very much like really i was like oh because <laughs> like a you nipple know, tweak yeah like, exactly oh. <laughs> <laughs> i'm watching him it's like that's that's not, you know, like you get like a boob squeeze or boob, whatever, but that was like you like you a watched, caress or something. Or yeah, bro- no, but that was full, like, like going in, pinching that nipple. <laughs> and that's the noise he made, too. It was gratuitous. Flick. And then a little he's just like, yeah. <laughs> it was so, crazy. It was so weird. But could you also imagine being Billy? Because the premise is. Right, so like Billy got in trouble for drawing like a, mur- a murderous Santa, and then yes. so he has to stay in stay in his room. But then the good nun was like, "Why don't you go outside and come play with us?" You know, it's right? Like you, yeah, you need he's to be 
Because then, while he's heading outside, he hears noises, and he goes and he looks through. Also, you gotta love old-timey doors for having a keyhole that you could fucking see through clearly. And he sees this teen couple having uh, gratuitous sex. But then, he immediately flashes, so it's like they go to the nipple tweak (laughs) shot, and then it flashes back to when his mom was getting raped by the Santa. And that is his trigger, like, bare breasts, and specifically bare breasts that are being touched is what makes Billy, like, go off. And I'm like, I hate that. I hate that because, one, just, like, the whole, like, oh, like, rape as plot device, but also just, like, what? It just is weird. It's like, I, I don't know. I think it's un- it's just unnecessary. Yeah, it was. Especially when was later weird. in the movie, he murders other people. He just decides are being naughty. So it's yeah, like, it's, I feel like it's, you're not just yeah. triggered by titties. I think you're just like. Triggered crazy. by titties is also my autobiography. And, <laughs> and you're just, just like arms crossed. Like, I'm just like. <laughs> But like eighty sitcom arms crossed, like <laughs> smacking this mic around. Oh man! So uh, Mother Superior beats the shit out of out these of teens. Everybody, everyone involved, and, and and Billy too. I'm like, uh, also, do the nuns know how Billy was orphaned? So I'm like, yeah, why? well, because the mo- the good nun is like. You know, he has to be talked to. He clearly still remembers. And it's he like because she's like, it's triggering. He's obviously still fucked up from this. We need to yes. treat him. And Mother Superior is like, there's nothing a good whipping can't do for the boy. But it's also like it's clearly Santa. That's the problem, too, because we have this whole bit where, um, you know, it's Christmas morning and a man dressed as Santa Claus comes to visit the orphans. And Mother Superior is like, you have to like you are going to behave here to sit on this man's lap. And it's like, why are you so pressed? I don't think nuns really care that much about Santa Claus. Yeah, that was a weird thing, right? Because that was... This isn't some parent that... This isn't some 30-year-old now that finally is a kid and they remember being forced to sit on a mall Santa, so now they're forcing their kids to do it. You know, this is... This is a nun. They could care less. Truly. Yeah. They would yeah, prefer I don't know, if I don't more know kids any... said no. I would imagine. I feel like wouldn't they be like obsessed about it being like putting the Christ back in Christmas? Like I don't think they would be like, yeah, bring Santa Claus out and like you if have they, to if like they, it. Like if they had a mall Jesus for him to sit on, that would have made more sense. Oh my god, that's you know that's what the liberals have been trying to keep us away from. They've been putting taking Christ out of Christmas and keeping Jesus Santa Clauses out of malls. <laughs> All Jesus's. Let's get that happening. I'd love to see that. Anyway, <laughs> back on track. I'd love it. Um, yeah, but Billy like uh like punches Santa in the face. Whatever. But ten years later, now Billy's like grown up, and he's gonna. It was, it was a really good orphan story, you know. Like he started <laughs> out really abused, and he turned into this just overtly muscular hunk of a teen man yeah he was like billy was like low-key hot (laughs) it was weird i was like why is he so like sexy (laughs) (laughs) 
and you're like that how come your trauma made you hot and my trauma just fucked me up something fierce right i'm like why did your why did your trauma give you abs (laughs) (laughs) trauma abs is also our our workout video we're putting out yeah it's just you crying yourself to sleep every night but like the contractions of your sobs is what really gets the abs going it's very intense yeah yes um yeah but he goes he's with sister margaret the nice nun and she's like okay we're gonna get you a job billy like he's gonna live a normal life now you know he's out of the you know the system and they find you know they go to the local toy store and he gets a job as like a stock boy um almost immediately he starts having like perverted thoughts about his one co-worker pamela who has no character we know nothing about actually no one has any character we don't know anything about that's anyone. true well because you know they would keep stealing glances at each other and i was like oh they have a romantic thing but then later we find like the stock manager and her have a thing i was like oh that oh okay sure i guess and it happens very quickly and you're right i think i was under the impression too like oh like is she like he's gonna eventually start stalking her but i figured she was gonna be our final girl and I then, was like, holding out so long, hoping there was no final girl. No, uh, well, I was hoping that it wasn't going to be, you know, a uh, okay abused kid has to become the tormented like killer. And I was just holding out that it wasn't going to be that story. So mm-hmm. then I was watching it, thinking, um, not that he was like going to stalk her or anything, but I thought they would be like the final, like I don't know if like the. Santa was going to come back and she was going to help him get revenge or some dumb shit. I don't know what was going to happen. I was just trying to fight what was obviously going to happen plot wise. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's and that's part of the issue, too, because like. I think what throws off the movie is grandpa warning him about Santa Claus. Because that it, was. Yeah, I, th- I think if they had just started it off as family gets ambushed by a criminal pretending to be santa who kills people that makes way more sense because it just makes like oh this is like a really horrible thing that happened and that affected this kid because he gets warned warned about it before it's part of the reason why i asked about like how does grandpa know because it almost made it seem like oh is it gonna be like a weird supernatural thing where like santa claus is a murder like what is grandpa like you know it starts right yeah it starts you start asking questions that are never answered when it could have just been a straight form Sky, just a mass killer movie as opposed to like this weird thing we watched <laughs> um yeah but we get like a nice little uh montage of billy at work billy at work yeah it's, it's nice the 80s and billy's at work like <laughs> yeah it was a nice break because this movie also did that a good bit not necessarily in the montage but it would just have these scenes and then not that you can't have a tone of a movie and then have, you know, scenes that clearly aren't that. But yeah. it was done in such a way that it was very disruptive in like just the flow of the movie. You know, it's like some yeah. nice, some nice soul music would start playing and then right. something. And I'm like, what the, f- what is happening? Like when the kid, like this happens after the way back when he gets the parents die and then we get the shot of it jumping forward into the orphanage and it's like soul music is playing and it's not like they go into the orphanage and there's a gospel choir singing you're just like what 
Yeah, he goes in the orphanage and then like the the opening song from Gremlin starts playing. And it's like <laughs> weird. This is Motown? <laughs> it's like, what? It was, yeah, it's just a lot of a lot of weird shit. Do we get the um so we get the Billy montage? I don't remember this is after that. We might be getting to it, but there's like another little steamy scene between Billy and Pamela, oh, but it's yeah, a dream. Yeah, because he's fantasizing about her, yeah. But could you also imagine being Billy, and any time you had, like, a wet dream, it was immediately ruined by Santa Claus coming and BT-holing you? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you think that by now Billy would have just been sexually confused in that he's also witnessed, like, I mean, horrible assaults, but... Last time he saw, like, actual people having sex, he got, like, whipped right. by, like, a stern nun. You feel like at this point, it would just be part of his kink. Like, he would just be into it. <laughs> he's like, just you should in, like this now. He's really. just in the watching. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's pretty fucked up. Um, but Billy's disturbed and has feelings for, well, sexual feelings for Pamela. I wouldn't say they're real feelings because you don't know anything about her. But it's, um, it's Christmas Eve, and um, the guys who be playing the, the store Santa at the store can't make it. Um, so as a result, Billy ends up being this. This okay. This scene really upset me. I don't know what they were trying to do, but it came off way creepier than I think they were trying to do. So when Billy is dressed as Santa and he has a little girl on his lap, yeah. Well, he just something keeps about it. He, he just, just like, keeps repeating those weird phrases, you know, like the yeah. Like, he's like you're being, uh, is it, but he's like he's like he's he's not really like the problem is it's like the emotion that he's he's giving off, and I didn't like the way like he's holding this little girl. It felt kind of sexual, in my opinion. It felt really. Like, I got a really like an ooky vibe from it and not just like, oh, like he's, you know, he has to be Santa and now he's like trying to reprimand this little girl. Something about it just felt kind of off that I was like, uh, is this what we're, we're going for or is this just like bad movie making? I don't know. I was getting, I, like I was getting the vibe that he was just extremely uncomfortable. Like when you see obviously more intensely so than when someone's holding a child that doesn't like children, but it was mm-hmm. just, um, Mostly also because I was thinking that he would literally fall over shit and trip whenever he would see a Santa figure, yet he was able to just, I mean, he was obviously still internally freaking out, but I'm like, mm. you could dress up as this Santa and not be sobbing uncontrollably or something. But yeah, Maybe I'm I mean, just projecting because I also just think the whole Santa Claus lap thing is weird. Yeah, I no doubt, no <laughs> doubt. But I, I personally just watched it as a guy that had went through all this shit and then was forced to wear the skin of his like aggression or his like aggressor, and then he's just sitting there like, I don't know how to handle this. I don't know how to handle this. And then the only way he knows how to react is to that kid and be like, "You need to stop. Like, what do you stop it? Stop it." I was concerned mm. that he was gonna f- f- like freak out there. And kill her mm. right then. That is what I was mm. thinking because he was mm. just so on edge. But um, we are allowed to think different things. Oh yeah, I no, did. Maybe, I, I did I, think I, it was again, funny I think I'm though. Just projecting, perhaps, or I just I read it in a weird way. 
I did think it was very funny that the parents are like, he's so good with kids. And then it goes to him just being like, you're being naughty. I punish naughty kids. <laughs> Severely. Yeah, and it's just like, like okay. I'm like, okay, Santa. <laughs> like Santa um, God, I just want a fucking wagon and you are just being so creepy. You're being so creepy, boss. Like, stop. Um, so that happens and later that night, <laughs> this part that was funny, like a boss comes out and he's like, time to get hammered or shit face. That is like, the best. He literally locks like, the door and screams that. That's the so boss excited. I want. It was, yeah, he's a great boss because it's like, oh, late night after Christmas Eve, everyone's going to drink in the store. And he pulls um, out bottles like- from under the cash register <laughs> and you know those weren't just bought that day. Like those are there year round. It was great. I was I was under the impression like, oh, is he just like a drunk? But then like he starts bringing the bottles out. Everyone else is just like, yeah, like oh shit, this happens every year. I love this place. Well, until the murder happens. <laughs> it's a good party until it got better. Um, anyway, I'm like man, what a cool place to work. <laughs> but um, Billy still dresses Santa Claus, and he's like at the party with everybody, but he keeps like having like flashbacks about the murders. And it's like, yeah, bro, go home. Like, I think you don't need to be at this party anymore. Um, He sees. He's he's clearly never drank before, too, because, you know, it's naughty. And they're just like, drink these things. So he's just Mm -hmm. not. This is not a a recipe for a wholesome night. It really isn't. Um, That around that same time, um, the one other coworker, Andy, sneaks away with Pamela and um, Billy ends up walking in after them, and he sees Andy trying to rape Pamela. This is another scene, again, a more rape, unnecessary. But also, like, I hate movies like this when they do do, like, a rape scene. There is, like, the woman in it. They, 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 they film it purposely as, like, a male gaze thing. So it's very clear we get to, like, you know, see boobs, and it's supposed to be, like, still tantalizing. And also that the woman is, like fighting against it it's very like weak and just like no uh. it's, it's like kind of it's gross it feels very like fucked up fantasy whatever so i did not like that um but and he walks in on this and finally billy snaps <laughs> he, this first kill he kills him with a string of christmas lights but like mike with Myers strength <laughs> wraps it around his neck and just holds him up one Christmas lights aren't that terribly strong. <laughs> They're really not. <laughs> Two. Okay, never mind. He's got that stock boy strength, you know. <laughs> he's, he's got those trauma abs, trauma triceps. Um, <laughs> like trauma cut, boy. <laughs> I was just really hoping. I mean, I was indifferent if, you know, Andy died because, you know, clearly he's a shit and that needed to happen in some instance. But then I was just so bummed when he just go. This it's like that switch, right? When he's like naughty, everyone's naughty because you know, like objectively, well, this one can be explained, right? Because if you're having sex, that's naughty. So then he mm-hmm. fucking <laughs> BTS her. Just doesn't go all the way to the. But he like he grabs like a box cutting knife and just. Like, Which I didn't her. expect. I really no. was under the impression, like, oh, like, okay, maybe he, in a fully fucked up way, he like, oh, he like saves her, but like he's still murdering people. No, he murders both of them, and I'm like, oh, 
cool. Well, I thought she was going to, like, get away, and somehow the plot was a little different. But you're right. He's just fucking Well, I was hoping part of his trauma, because he's always, like, specifically going back to what happened to his mother, it would almost, like, engender some weird, like... And a hero complex, maybe, of like, oh, I have to save. And like, no, he just murders both of them. So I'm like, okay. Right. Well, this is a really bad movie. <laughs> well, going on to that, right? Because then uh, then his boss comes in because he's shit-faced. And he's like, I think I hear something. I'm going to go check it out. And he, real, like, more or less, in this context, Billy doesn't know anything about him personally because no one does. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So... You can't really say, and you know, he's of age. He's not doing anything bad. He can drink. It's his store. So he's not doing anything naughty. And he just gets fucking ball peened to the head. <laughs> and you're just like, what the what the fuck, Billy? Because I thought he was just going to go, like you were saying, on a like vigilante streak of murdering people, though, that were naughty deservedly, not just... I'm going to, like a fucking monster, say, naughty, and then kill everybody. Everyone I run into. Like, (laughs) what do you think, um, what naughty thing do you think, if you were in this movie, that Billy would catch you, potentially, or or perceivedly naughty thing that Billy claims is naughty that he would catch you doing to be like, naughty, and then murder you? It would be something stupid that's, this will only hit with a few people, but it'd be like, I'd be like practicing. I'm imagining myself back in like my college days and I'm like practicing something being like, eh, that's enough practice. I don't really need to go the full three hours. And then he would bust in my practice room and be like, naughty, practice harder. And like to fucking BT hole me with my own malice or some bullshit. It would be very <laughs> ridiculous. Nice. What What yeah. would be yours? Yeah, I feel like mine would be stupid, too. It'd be like, oh, I just finished the last bit of toilet paper and I didn't replace it. <laughs> just like, naughty! <laughs> like, we're in, we're, no, it would be the in the middle of, like, a show we're working on. And then I'm like, oh, sorry, I don't have my lines memorized yet. I'll be off book next rehearsal. And he would bust in, naughty, learn your fucking lines! And he'd kill me. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> Um, yeah, so he murders them, and then, like, um, he also, I mean, he also, bur- he murders, like, Mrs. Randall, um, his manager. He's, just, like, on a, a rampage at this point, just, like, killing other folks in the store. Um, like, uh, specifically with Miss Randall, there's a whole chase scene, but she en- he ends up shooting her with a bow and arrow, which yeah. is, like, cool, I guess. Like, what? <laughs> it's, it's that Grizzly Adams. <laughs> <laughs> I just really feel the Grizzly Adams in this. Like <laughs> he had a bit, he had a rugged beard. <laughs> he had a hatchet. He was like, this movie is so stupid. I hated it. I also, <laughs> it is not clear. He um because the the good nun. What's her name again? Sister Margaret. Sister Margaret had called earlier. And mm-hmm. the stock manager was like, oh, he's not here. He's out front playing Santa. Yeah. And she was clued in. She goes, oh, fuck. And because so Billy leaves after the murders, but Sister Margaret shows up, you know, in horror to discover what happened. But also in this shot, 
you see her left hand has a wedding ring on and for some reason <laughs> i thought that was very funny oh that's fun that's a fun little goof i wonder if that's um in the goof section on imdb i'm sure it is that's hilarious that they literally forgot that she should take her ring off <laughs> she said that it's actually hilarious um yeah so um so she and she okay so she goes back to the orphanage too so she can make a call to like be like hey like billy's out and he's like gonna fuck he's like killing people um but he breaks into a nearby nearby house and there's like a couple of teenagers who are like getting ready to fuck on this like pool table which doesn't look very comfortable in my opinion i have a 28 year old back and the, <laughs> like they didn't put the pool balls in the pockets they were loose they're out and about yeah, they're going to roll. Someone's going to fucking, like, oh, God. Someone's going to, like, try to get up and, like, put their knee on it. Oh, that's going to hurt so bad. I mean, and I remember being in high school, being at, like, significant other's house. And if you're in an, because they were in a basement, but it was open. It wasn't like there was closing oh, yeah. doors. And, yeah, you, you, like, steal some kisses, maybe, you know, like, handy stuff. But you don't do it right at the foot of the fucking stairs. Right where you can see it. And Denise is, like, supposed to be watching her little sister. <laughs> and she, like, you know, almost walks in on them. And she's like, no, like, everything's fine. Go back to sleep. Whatever. But um, we get a whole scene where Billy is, like, stalking this couple. This is so stupid. So um, Denise and the boy are, like, making out. And, again, titties out. And she's like, oh, I could hear the cat outside. I hear jingle, jingle. I have to go get the cat and bring him in. And she, and she goes her- upstairs, like, like she puts her no, no, she puts her, her booty shorts on and then yes. nothing else her booty <laughs> shorts are like all up in her ass and like nothing else she can run around the house top yeah. and it's just like her her little sister could still be up top like coming down it's just like and again opening the door out into the street just like, why is she like literally opens a door and it's not even like she peeks like kitty or something she literally like, opens it full and like arms out like <laughs> she just starts shimmying like where are you kitty where are you <laughs> which is what's so frustrating about this movie because it's so gratuitous and obvious it's like okay like at least in like halloween like you had nudity and it's like okay teens having sex and teen girl puts on like boyfriend shirt or like there's something happening that like it's it justifies so it. but it feels realistic as opposed to like, let me just put on my, my little crotch cutter booty shorts. It's winter, Christmas, and that's what I've been yeah. wearing. Like, why are you yeah. wearing booty shorts exactly. around the house? Like, it's freezing. <sighs> oh, how, like, how high must your heating bill be? Like, so high if you're walking around like that. <laughs> um, but Billy breaks into the house. Oh, and no. He doesn't just break in. The cat tampers <laughs> in and he goes, naughty. <laughs> Barrels True. into the house. <laughs> True. <laughs> uh. And Denise gets killed by getting impaled on a set of deer antlers. Billy is so strong because he like literally just pushes her lightly onto the deer antlers and somehow they go through a fucking body. Yeah. And she's, you know, she's. <laughs> or she's made of pudding. <laughs> <laughs> these are all most white women are made of pudding and um, i don't know why i said that did you know but, white people made a jello <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah when they uh when they eat their ambrosia salad it's like cannibal holocaust anywho um <laughs> <laughs> I just, but she, so this is happening, right? So she gets impaled, but there is a decent 
time length of struggle. And she is screaming. And yes. this, her sister, who clearly is up waiting for Santa, is hearing all of this. Also, boyfriend <laughs> and, is like... And her boyfriend, who is rock hard, is still downstairs playing pool. <laughs> and rock he hard in a basement doesn't have a door. So it's like, you definitely hear what's happening right there in the living room upstairs. She, yeah, he would have heard her scream from the first time Billy bellowed naughty. Like, he should have been running up the stairs. If she could hear the jingle jangle of the cat's uh, collar, or probably Billy, from down the basement out from outside, there's you definitely hear the screaming. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't matter, because Denise gets killed, and... Um, when uh tommy finally comes <laughs> finally tommy tommy has a fight with billy as well also this whole sequence is stupid because he like comes in initially with denise with the axe it goes into the wall denise doesn't try to like take the axe yeah I'm like girl just like it's a, one quick yank you can get that right out like like your house is not made of brick like that's definitely like drywall like you got it um but anyway uh tommy comes up and they have like a, a fight <laughs> billy just throws it out yeah just <laughs> after getting rocked by like a fireplace poker in the face, he just picks him up. <laughs> well, he even tries to pick him up by his shirt and it just rips off. And he's like, fuck <laughs> it. And he just chucks him out the window. Just like more gratuitous titties. Just like <laughs> rip his, his shirt yeah. off as well. So many nipples in this movie. He gets thrown out and like impaled by all like the shards of glass. You know, you know how glass you know, commonly Tommy's breaks. Still rock hard. <laughs> He's still rock hard. He has he has one giant pane of glass in his side, another slightly smaller pane huge. of glass in his face, and a raging boner. <laughs> but like the the piece of glass that was in his side was bigger than the fucking window. Came yeah, from. It it's was like so big. Uh, it, I will say that, that that kill was pretty fucking funny. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you know, so he, there oh, were carolers outside too, this oh, house. Yeah. How, I think they're just like, whatever. <laughs> I would love if when that happened, they literally came to like the door and like they're singing like, I don't know, jingle bells. And just as they start, they start singing, <laughs> Tommy just goes out the window. <laughs> They stop, and they just keep going anyway. <laughs> no, they sing that dumb song that I assume is for the movie, and it's called Christmas Fever, and it's very weird. Is that what they were singing? Yeah. What is that? that? I don't know. I just remember because it's they're listening to it on the radio with the parents at the very beginning of the movie, and I just remember he's like, let's hit him with that Christmas Fever. And it's not a real Christmas song, I feel. But it's weird. And they're just, you know, it's just singing about Santa Claus is coming. Close your eyes. You got Christmas fever. And I'm like, what a dumb thing to say. <laughs> Christmas fever. Yeah. No, I don't think that's a real song. At least I hope not. Um, oh, yeah. And then, like, the sister wakes up and then she's like, oh, my God, Santa. And he's like, you've been naughty. And she's like, no. He's like, are you sure? And she's like, yes, <laughs> I'm perfect. <laughs> Yeah. I'm what, a good sister. My slut sister died. I'm fucking yeah. great. <laughs> Dude, that little girl with teeth the size of Texas. <laughs> they were so, she was so cute. And she had like No, freckles. it was adorable. Yeah, I'm not saying she, pro she probably grew into her teeth. 
I love little kids with fucked up teeth. They make me like, I think they're so cute. Like I love when I see little kids without front teeth. Oh my God. I'm like, oh my God, who punched you? Look at you. <laughs> you know, front teeth. Look like a hockey player. <laughs> and I say all these things to their faces. All right. Um, <laughs> I'm a hit with, with the parents of these kids. I'm just in there like, <laughs> little nigga, who punched you in the face? And their mom's just like, stop calling my child. A little nigga, please. <laughs> no, they love me. It's like Billy with the kids. He's like, she's great with children. <laughs> Damn, bitch, who punched you in the face, bitch? <laughs> she's like six. <laughs> All right. Um. So, uh, yeah, he gives her the oh, he gives her the fucking box cutter he killed Pamela with. So, Merry what a Christmas gift. to her. And he he was that was quite the creepy grin like he maintained very creepy eye contact yeah he's really good at that i feel like this man is um actually a creep a what he's on another level oh yeah he is of creepy um okay and then he like he comes upon so as a part of his like murder spree he also comes upon some kids who get bullied by some older teenage boys they're like sledding like what time is it like dude that is the most also the most macho fucking bully thing to do is beat up kids for their sleds and then (laughs) whims whimsically go down the hill screaming (laughs) we basically give me your fucking sled pussy punch them no, straight no. up, they were like screaming no. "we" the entire yeah. <laughs> I wish my parents loved me. Ah! You know things bullies yell. Oh, it's good though because he steals. Uh, they steal the sled, and one of the boys gets full on decapitated. That was a good kill. Pretty good kill, and the other kid just stands there screaming. For Dude, like a, a screaming long time. He he, that boy was fucked up. He was so fucked up. He stood there for five minutes screaming. And did not move. (laughs) Those five minutes that may or may not have saved his life, but he he wasted them the way he wanted to. Wait, did the other boy get murdered too? They don't... Who knows? I mean... They don't show it. Yeah. He's still screaming, actually. He's still screaming to this day. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, the next morning... um, So the cops have, have been contacted at this point. Uh, there was like one bit the night before where like um, they hear like Billy's like a guy in Santa's, like, Santa's out, so they break into this house and it's actually just like someone's dad. Yeah, just trying to be cute for the kid, and they didn't shoot him. The target that they're looking for, and they didn't shoot him. I'm like, this it's is like realistic. A, yeah, I'm like, thank goodness we had another kid traumatized and shot her dad. In front of her. Just gremlins the- again. What is up with these men? These men dressing up as Santa for their children. My dad never did that. Mine never did that either. We, the problem of having realistic parents. My parents never dressed up as anything for me, and I, I hold that against them till this day. <laughs> to this day. <laughs> Mom, you can't come to the wedding. You didn't dress up as the Easter Bunny when I was seven. Fuck off. Listen, all I'm saying is I love, I love a costume moment. My kids are going to get so many looks. Like, just on a regular day. I'm just gonna like have a look. I'm like, this is my look for the day. I'm gonna, I'm just as like 50s housewife. I'm making pancakes Sunday morning. Oh my god! And they're gonna love it. Uh, they're gonna have so much fun. Um. So anyway, the next morning, the cops secure the um orphanage because like, yeah, Billy, it's Billy. He's probably gonna come back here. Like, we're on it, but not really because they're still like shitty cops. 
Um, <laughs> this is fucked up, though. So yeah, <laughs> there's a deaf pastor who is dressed up as Santa, and he. <laughs> Well, at the time, we don't know. We just see, like, because you get the call, it's like, oh, the Santa Claus we're looking for is heading towards the ple- uh, the orphanage. And this cop's like, I'm here, and I'm going to be a hero. Freeze! Don't move! <laughs> cop keeps moving. Don't move! Pops him right in the back. Um, Good to know that right even comedy cops always While he's, like, reaching go- out to shake hands with the boy. Yeah. They're both yep. just weirdly reaching hands out, like uh, and that cop's like, just like the fall of man or some shit. <laughs> <It's> like <laughs> I don't care who <laughs> I'm aiming might hit a child, but I will probably hit this Santa. And it literally is a whole like it's a playground full of kids, and he's just like ready to shoot. It. And if shooting. he's like, they're if, already orphans. <laughs> if, re- if cops have taught me anything, they're they're not that accurate in a crowd of children to shoot three shots within an inch of each other in one target. Oh, definitely not. But again, cop is like, they don't have parents. <laughs> Does it really matter what you want? Like, who's going to be upset? Like, But you're right. They kill the Santa. And it's just, it's not funny, but it's it's kind of funny because they, it's, you know, uh, Sister Margaret is in the uh, squad car with what I'm assuming is like the main, like, not the sheriff, but some detective. And it's uh-huh. just like, we got to... We got the guy. It's like, it might be the wrong guy. And it's just like, oh, he's 50 and under six feet. It's like, we're looking for an 18-year-old that's clearly six feet. It's like, that's Father O'Reilly. He was coming to visit. It's like, well, he didn't stop when I told him to stop. He's deaf. And you're like, what the fuck? They just keep piling these things on. It's like, girl, I didn't know that. Also, maybe... Also, Do they why not was... know that Billy is young? <laughs> but I guess yeah. it's his back. He just was dressed as Santa, so yeah. It makes sense, um, I guess. Um, so yeah, that happens. And the one of the uh, one of the cops is getting murdered by Billy while he's distracted with an axe. And Billy ends up getting, you know, and he gets into the orphanage because the kids are like, oh my God, Santa. Like, we love Santa. Wow. Like, can I get parents, please, for Christmas? And he's oh, like, man. that's not what I'm here for. I, uh, I wanted him. So, he gets so close to Mother Superior, who is now wheelchair bound. And he had the axe above his head, fully, fully erect. And then as he's about <laughs> to swing, he gets popped in the back. And you're just like, this. Dude, this was Sorry, a cold yeah. scene though, because like you know he falls and he's like his arm is on his hands on the armchair of her wheelchair and she like pushes it off, and I'm like, man, I really wanted her to die. Yeah, but I was also distracted in this scene because as Billy's falling, because he still has the axe, none of the kids move out of the way. Like none of the kid actors, like while he's falling with an axe, they're all just like standing, and he's like really close by. I'm like, okay, someone like. Direct the kids to move because it looks really weird. They're just like stay. I, I thought someone's gonna be headed with the axe by accident. I'm shot. Oh, and you know, because Billy's little brother is there, Richard, right? Little Richard. Oh yeah. And so he's just like, st- and then he has the realization, like, oh shit, that's my brother. And then <laughs> Billy, you know, with his little line going, "It's okay, Santa is dead." And then he pat, and then <laughs> you know, we get. It's zooming on fucking little Richard staring at Mother Superior with like a puffy, you know, when kids get all puffy faced and angry. Yeah. <laughs> That's how he's staring <laughs> like, at her. 
Yeah. <laughs> Yo, what the fuck you gonna do? You five. Shut the fuck up. And he just gives that nice outline. He's just like, you've been naughty or something like that. And then we get the nice music that has been plaguing our ears that entire movie. What? Uh, Saturday Night uh, Fever? <laughs> Christmas Fever. Saturday Night Live <laughs> Fever. <laughs> yeah that's how it ends that movie was so dumb yeah i i'm glad to hear that this was your first watching because for some reason in my heart of hearts i was like oh sonique suggested this because this is something that means a lot to her and it's a movie close to her heart and nah, i watched man. it and i'm like who <laughs> okay not as dumb as hell <laughs> it's like it's like it was bad. If you if you manage to make your way through this episode, Spooky Squad, don't watch don't watch this movie. You're wasting your time. Yeah, because is- what the problem was, it wasn't like so bad. We laughed over some things because there were moments that were kind of funny, but like it wasn't bad enough to be like a bad movie like laugh fest. It's just kind of like this is just dumb. Yeah, you know, I don't I don't recommend it. But you know what? version of this movie might be worth watching (laughs) maybe maybe if the the black version of the movie uh, sonic how do you think this movie would be different if it was a black movie if it was a black movie well i mean i don't know i don't know how does white america still feel like a well according to fox news santa claus is not black so I think that, is would that be are the they first. still arguing that? Wasn't that whole thing? I mean, of, of, I don't, I don't. Megan Kelly and she was like, Santa Claus as well as Jesus is definitely white, and I was like, wow, you have a salary. <laughs> Ugh, the world, yeah. But I guess like in this scenario, it's Black Santa running around killing kids. Um, every Santa the think- cops ran into, they would have just shot them on sight. Well, there's that. Also, I feel like I I I want to I want to do to do a study on this. I feel like more white children believe in Santa than black kids growing up, or for longer. I I would buy for longer because right white people are afforded that whimsy. I was afforded half whimsy. Well, I stopped believing in Santa very early, but um What was early? I actually huh, I would say like five. I was pretty young. That was like Santa's not real. And I think it was because I wanted to get a Barbie Jeep, the kind you can sit in and drive, and I didn't get one, so I was like, fuck Santa. <laughs> fuck Santa, get money, you know. <laughs> I think I was seven. Mm. Yeah, no, I, 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 I'm curious to know if maybe like white kids believe in Santa longer. Like you said, the ability to afford that kind of whimsy. Also, just I feel like fewer black parents are willing to, you know, let a white man take credit for all of the cool <laughs> gifts they bought you. Like my mom bought me that. A lot of I Santa, will say so. I used I used to always be so confused because you'd see these movies, the holiday movies, and you know Santa's all making these nice toys like wood blocks and shit. I mean, you know. Toys made out of wood. Toys that kids don't want. Yeah, but then when I would get things from Santa, it'd be like this intricate Power Ranger Megazord with all these screws and plastic and electronic bits. And I'm like, I don't think Santa's equipped to make this because I've seen the movies. I've seen a shop. Right. Also, like, um, 
whenever I think about those movies with like, oh, Santa is real. It's like, like the parents never ever stop and think like, where did my kids get like these extra gifts? Right. Because they already buy their kids gifts in the movies and like the kids open on Christmas Day and there's extra shit in there. But the parents are like, Santa's not real. But then like in this universe, Santa exists. But the parents never question like, how did she get a puppy? Like we didn't. Buy her. <laughs> <laughs> like, like who's leaving? Who snuck into my house? <laughs> right. Well, that maybe yeah. that's a the thing then. Um, maybe some of the trauma would be averted. Because if there are like these black kids in an orphanage, they're just like, yo, man, you're five. Santa's not real. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then you just also, be able like, to. Are kids, are kids that disadvantaged who like are literally in an orphanage believe in Santa? Like, you think Santa would allow this to, be... to have happened to you? Yeah. You know Santa. <laughs> <laughs> now, who you want to be mad is. You want to be mad at God for letting this happen. He's real. <laughs> He's real. Santa, stop that shit. Cut it out. <laughs> you know, if you, if you uh, just reorder the letters in Santa, it's Satan. Yeah. So. There's no comeback. That's just a fact. Those are just facts. Listen. Do you know? I'm like, Let- I'm like Letitia Wright. I'm just asking questions, okay? <laughs> I'm just asking do you, questions. Do you know... Uh, <laughs> do you know moral oral do you know or uh, davy yes. davy and goliath like the claymation kind of mm-hmm. dog and there's this one thing i saw and it was the dog is goliath right and goliath would just keep trying to convince davy to do all these horrible things and like, like murders and shit and all this stuff and then so davy ends up he's either in an insane asylum or prison and then so goliath appears and he's like time to purify the prison davy and he's like i don't have to listen to you i found god and he goes davy god is just dog spelled backwards he's like oh no well let's go (laughs) your uh your santa satan comment made me think of that you're welcome thank you you brighten my day that's Yay. a true fact, but I can't say it not sarcastically. Aww. You make my day a little less dark. How about that? Sure. It's the best I can get at this moment. <laughs> all I can, that's all I can give you right now. <laughs> it's all I have to give. <laughs> I'll take it. I'm just kidding. You brightened my day too, Andrew. Wait, so is our final verdict that if this was a black movie, just <laughs> there just wouldn't? Yeah, the kids would just be like, Santa's not real. It's, so it's not to say that Billy wouldn't like end up, <laughs> way to bring it back. Like, I guess, yeah, we didn't really answer that. I mean, so yeah, he would just find out that like a guy killed his parents instead of this ethereal being that slips down chimneys maybe. So then mm-hmm. he could dedicate himself not to be afraid of everything Santa, but just dedicate himself to finding that one person in a Santa suit and take revenge. Mm-hmm. Or better yet, right after Billy's grandpa is like, Santa will beat your ass if you're bad. And like when, because Billy does say in the movie to his dad, like, dad, grandpa told him about Santa. And the grandpa, the dad's just like, whatever. It was a black movie. The dad was like, you know what, man? I will. Do you see where he's saying he is not well? He is, do, do not listen to what that man said. He's crazy as fuck. And that's the end of it. 
So then Billy's just like, oh, yeah, Santa's not real. Also, my grandfather's crazy. <laughs> Yeah, it's an like, unfortunate coincidence where a man dressed as Santa murdered my family. <laughs> yeah, B- Billy would just get the truth given to him si- significantly sooner. It's not saying that, you know, his life wouldn't be peppered with beatings every once in a while, but at least he would just know what's going on. Also, Billy wouldn't have run around dressed as Santa because this is crypt territory. Yeah, in Utah. <laughs> <laughs> that's my, my headcanon. <laughs> that town was crib territory. Billy would have been shot immediately running around dressed as Santa. <laughs> Those Utah cribs, yeah. They're my favorite cribs. Um, <laughs> Mormon. Now I think about it. Wait, do people not dress as Santa in crib territory? What? Do people not dress as, as Santa in crib territory, or better yet, do they just wear blue? Well, I don't think Santa's declared his allegiance either way, so I feel like a Santa suit, you can get away with it. Yeah, it's like neutral. It's like the Red Cross. It's like neutral. Like, you can't you can't do anything to me because I'm like just here. Like, ignore me. Yeah, but I'm just trying to make the world a better place. I'm t- <laughs> Santa and the American Red Cross. <laughs> the only two beings that won't get shot on sight depending on whose territory they enter yeah or you would hope but yeah that Ooh. was a silent night deadly night um don't watch it don't watch it <laughs> just listen to us talk about it and if you're hearing don't this you already it. did exactly don't watch this movie it's like it's not good i'm not gonna I lie man really ho- i was really hoping i would have fun like watching it at the very least like oh it's gonna be like, like a I funny like stupid ridiculous. yeah and it's like oh this is stuff i but maybe we should watch the sequel because that's the one that has like it's garbage day like scene Ooh. i don't know are you, you not familiar no. or i have no idea what you're talking about oh my god there's that meme um because this is actually a series of movies oh i, um, I saw there's I, like four huh there's like four, right? There's like five. Ooh, wow. But in the sequel, um, there's this, like, it's it's garbage day. Like, I, 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 I'm not making sense, but it's, it's a meme. I'll find it. We can put it on the, um, on the Instagram. But it's just like, you know, the guy says it's garbage day while screaming um with a gun he shoots the guy and i think he like explodes or something like something crazy happened like the the sequels be like really stupid and just like you know <laughs> the sequel seems really stupid shit like maybe we want to watch that one that might be the funny one i don't know we'll think about it but yeah guys keep listening next week um are we doing krampus next week we're doing krampus next week Ooh, that's one I've never seen as well. So I'm excited about. I'm excited because Adam Scott's in it, and I love Adam Scott. Oh, is so is this a a comedy? Oh, it's a comedy horror. It's silly. Oh, Adam Scott's in it. You just said that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I want Adam everyone to know it. that my co-host listens to me. She values me. <laughs> She's listening. She's learning. What year is this? 2015. Oh, and Tony Collette? Oh, okay. I'm super excited about this. I love Tony Collette. She is, I think, deeply underappreciated. 
That's okay. my opinion. All right. <laughs> just an opinion about Tony Glenn. <laughs> like, just Dude, honestly. I got an email because I bought one thing once from Spirit Halloween. So I get them all the fucking time. Oh and you God. know what's crazy about Spirit Halloween emails is you get them 12 months out of the year. And I got one like a couple weeks ago. And it was for this animatronic Krampus, but from this movie Krampus. And it's eight mm-hmm. feet tall. That's yeah. crazy. Did you yeah. get it? Hell no. It's hundreds <laughs> of dollars. I mean, like, not like 200 It's like $600 or something. Yeah, I'm just like, why would you want that? I also don't know what a Krampus is, so. It's a goat man. Oh. It's kind of like the de- like depiction of Satan, right? Like, hoofed feet. Goat-like A head. fearsome, horned, demonic beast in ancient European folklore who punishes naughty children at Christmas time. Yeah, kind of like Santa. Krampus. Interesting. Okay, I'm looking forward to seeing this. Now I'm like super excited that... Is it um, animated? No. They have like random animated breaks in it. Random, they have um... like two. Oh, okay, because I was looking at the cast list on Wikipedia. It said voices. So I was like, wait, is this a cartoon? Okay, that's interesting. Um, but yeah, so stay tuned. You're going to check that out. And then at the end of the month, we are going to close out with Black Christmas, which I'm also looking forward to discussing. Woo, spooky squad. I'm excited yeah. for everybody involved. Yeah. Um, anything else to plug, Andrew? Mm, not at the moment, no. You? No, I don't think so. All right. We have some shit oh. we're working on with uh, our group we haven't talked about since March Diversity Hire. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so feel free to keep an eye out for some content from them. Yeah. That should be fun. It's going to be fun. But yeah. Keep listening, and we will uh, talk to you spooky bitches later. Bye, spooky bitches. With love... Okay. Andrew and Sonique. Yes. Silent night. <laughs> Theater girl <laughs> strikes again. Holy, holy <laughs> night. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs>